on that note, I think that's a good uh, welcome back. <laughs> so, welcome back. We are back to theatrical conjecture and dissertation. Fancy name for unfancy show, or TCAT for short. It is I, one of your co-hosts, down to Legend Chambers, coming to you from lovely Southern California. And coming to you straight from the backwoods by you. Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Stewart. How you doing, Miss Stewart? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing all right. You heard me? <laughs> See? Yeah. That's, that's, that's a New Orleans greeting for you. They, I told you. Right out the bayou. <laughs> right there. Um, for our tens of listeners, we took a little break. We were on a little mini hiatus. Stuff comes up. People got to take care of some things. But now we're back. And we're ready to rock and roll. I don't know if you saw it already. Godzilla? Saw it. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was solid, I'll say. I, I thought it, it was really entertaining. It was like totally, you know, a good summer popcorn movie. It was, it was solid. Right. Um, I do feel like it was okay. Brian Cranston is amazing. He's an amazing actor, and I feel like that storyline with him in it was sort of tacked on last minute. To make that movie more watchable, I think. I, I felt like it was just thrown in there because they had this movie that wasn't fully fleshed out. Right. And they were like, let's throw the dude from Breaking Bad at it and they'll go see it anyway. The one thing, though, that had me kind of rolling throughout this movie. Ken Watanabe. Oh my god, yeah. Had this look <laughs> of utter confusion on his face the whole time. And I said, are they really going to give this great actor and just have him have this... They pens- didn't give him enough to do. They had they, they just had him have this pensive, confused look <laughs> the, the, the whole way through. And then he's just like, Gojira. He, he king of the monsters, and you're just like, okay. I mean, he, he had a great line, let them fight. Let them fight. But, Which, was that a, like a Mortal Kombat reference? <laughs> it kind of felt that way, but it felt not. Like no. it, right. it, it really felt like it. But I'm looking at him, and, and every time he looks up, he just looks, he looks confused or shocked or just like, I don't know what else to say. And right. I said, that is a rather odd way that they had him go through, though. Not the beginning. Not the middle. The whole movie. The whole movie. He was just sort of like... He was like amazed. <laughs> the whole which way. I guess he would be in that type of scenario. But, but you know, if, if everybody else can sort of have, you know, kind of a conversation and sort of look normal, at some point, I, I would figure the scientist in all this would too. Right. And, you know, he's a much better actor than all that. I feel like they really have to do. So hopefully they bring him back for the second and they actually let him have some emotions. <laughs> some emotions. <laughs> just, just a couple other facial expressions, too. That's all I'm saying. Just one or two. It's got, they got a real live uh, paparazzi. I see you. <laughs> what do you think I am? What do you think is a game? 
watching out for the media. Nigga. I'm like Bigfoot, nigga. When people see me, they freak the fuck out. Even other celebrities get surprised to see me. Hey, thanks. Come on, you only got 10 minutes. God damn. So, no, it's good. I don't have any material. That stuff's for pussies. Every time I see this backdrop, I think about Kramer fucking up. <laughs> That's why I can't, I don't want to see no camera phones on my ass tonight. <laughs> Cause my, I'm telling you right now, my, you know, like I'm not wrapped too tight. Like they, they put a lot of that corporate pressure on me. So I, this might be the night that I, this might be the night that I snap, and you got, you guys be lucky. It's like having tickets to see Siegfried and Roy the night that tiger bit that motherfucker's throat. He's like, I was there when that Chappelle freak. I was there. Cause that's why we really go to the Tiger Show, right? You know. You don't go to see somebody be safe with tigers. You go thinking in the back of your mind, like, this nigga might get bit. I'd like to see that in person for $35 if I could. <laughs> Never seen somebody get bit by a tiger before. Only $35. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. I, I tell you the truth, when I seen Kramer's tape, I learned about myself. You know what I learned? I think I'm only like 20% black and, and 80% comedian. You know what I mean? And uh, black dudes can relate. You know what I mean, bro? Like when you saw that shit, you was furious, right? Black dude me was like, Kramer, you motherfucker. Like, I was hurt. And the comedian in me was just like, whew, niggas having a bad set. Hang in there, Kramer. Don't let him break you, Kramer. I wish I was there so bad. Because, you know, you know, in the back of his mind, he was thinking, I'll get him the next show. <laughs> there won't be a next show, Kramer. Phew. Did you see uh, X-Men? I did. Expressed. Mm-hmm. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um... It was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the... And even after, you know, the the end credit scene where it's, you know, Apocalypse and his four horsemen, I was like, okay, got it. Mm-hmm. At the end of the movie, I was like, so wait a second. Mm-hmm. So they just reset everything. Hell yeah. And nullified... Got rid of all of those it first three movies it's just sloppy for a set of movies that have the same but see they they never planned they didn't do like what marvel did once they had their avengers and sat down and said okay phase one phase two phase three it's too bad it's like you have to go with the, with the story that you put in place and work around that shit it has to be like the production code back in the day you had to just get creative and work around what you set in place yeah they just didn't have forward-thinking people and it's not only until after they saw what happened with iron man uh captain america thor and then the avengers that then they said 
Oh shit! Look what they're doing. Together, they can make one universe. And what's going to happen now is basically. Well, now that they've basically started over. Right. So basically, X Men, (laughs) X Men, X Men started from first class, and now it's you know it's this. So this is basically our new time. Right. So I said, oh, okay. Well, I guess they just canceled all that other stuff. And then the other thing, well, and then there were just certain logic things I didn't get. I was like, all right, if if, and then, Kitty, if Kitty Pride can do this time phase thing right. with her hands, why doesn't she just go back in time? Or how about I, I, I correct me if I'm wrong? I thought Bishop was like a time traveling mutant. Why no, it, it was it was Kitty Pride. Bishop did travel in time. Can't Bishop go back in time? I think it was always her sending him, or he was from, the, and then, you know what, they didn't have either, they didn't have Cable, which I thought that was a little weird. Um, Bishop and Cable always were, like, kind of a team, um, but then that gets into the whole X-Force situation, whether or not, and, you know, the whole story with Apocalypse, like, Cable's right. an integral part of that story, because, you know, Cable is the son of Gene and Scott from the right. future. Right, Not really Gene, like a clone of Gene or whatever, but whatever, they're not going to get into that. And then, that's way too much. Right, and, and, and then all those new characters, they don't really say much except die a couple times. Which I thought that was, like, a missed opportunity, too. Like, they could have had, you know, Jubilee or some of the other characters that people care more about to be those sort of throwaway characters that they kept acting like they were going to have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, so I was like, uh, that's kind of, I mean, they didn't give him much to do besides die. And I miss, you know, and the thing that they did with, with Mystique, I really don't like, and it kind of ruins a couple of different storylines, making her be, you know, the same age in essence as, as uh, Professor X and having them have having grown up together and that kind of jacks up a few things. Like she's supposed to be pretty much as old as Wolverine and ages as slowly as him. Right. And she's supposed to be Nightcrawler's mother. Yeah. Like her and Azazel. And so it's like, where did Nightcrawler come from now? And then she's also supposed to be like Rogue's adopted mother. And so it's like Rogue has this whole thing happening where she's trying to be good, but then she's torn because Mystique is her mother, and she doesn't want to, you know, go against her mother, so she's torn between the X-Men and her loyalties to her mother. And it's like this whole... And then how she gets her magnificent powers. Right. Rogue is supposed to have, like, she can fly, she can do all this oh, yeah. stuff from... Oh, yeah. She stole those powers from Miss Marvel by, oh, yeah. sort of by accident. But, like, none of that stuff is gonna happen and I'm wondering what they're gonna do when Gambit comes because Gambit and Rogue have like the greatest relationship and she's like stuck with freaking Iceman yeah I I don't know (laughs) I am really curious to see what well I mean the next one's supposed to be X-Man Apocalypse so right and they're talking about Channing Tatum being Gambit which I'm I'm really on that but I'm I'm really curious as to and, and look you know for all I know they may decide that okay we're just we're not gonna go exactly how the comic books go in terms of relationships and, you know, Blurred. familiar stuff. Yeah, because this guy has like, three kids rolling yeah. around that he knows nothing about. <laughs> right. And I'm like, you know what? That's cool. When did that happen? That's fine if, if you want to take it in that direction. But if you go too far in just changing stuff to however you want it, then, you know, 
it's not, you know, the X-Men or, or that's not whatever character. So you, you can, you can only do but so much tinkering. So maybe, like, maybe yeah. they'll get things back on the right track with the next one somewhat. Maybe. I'm one of those people that's so smart that I'm uncomfortable in this world. <laughs> and I'm scared to live. I'm not scared to live, but it's scary out here. God damn. I know how flimsy this shit is. I can see through the... Sh- I can see the truth. There's an animal inside each and every one of you. It's not good. <laughs> shit is real. Listen, I was looking at the paper the other day. I'm not making this up. There's a serial rapist in Houston. There's nothing funny about serial rape. But what is noteworthy about this particular rapist is that all of his victims have been men. Enjoy your evening. I can't believe you clapped about that. It's a man raping men in Houston. It's the most gangster shit. So far... Uh, like, like seven men have already come forward in the Houston area and reported this motherfucker, which, which means he must have raped thousands. That's a tough phone call for us to make. It's not like when you get raped, ladies. There's no... Uh, society don't give a fuck about male rape. There's no hotline for us. Man, get raped, you just gotta get up and walk that shit off. Up, oh, got raped. Yeah. Call me slipping. You gotta take that shit to the grave. Couldn't even tell my wife some shit like that. Come home, all disheveled and shit. Hey, where have you been? It's 3 o'clock in the morning. Out fucking another woman. Just go back to sleep, okay? (laughs) Hey, did you see that there is a trailer out for The Equalizer with Denzel Washington? No. You haven't seen that trailer? I haven't. Watch the trailer. Take a look at it. I can't find it. Okay, wait. Just go to YouTube. Damn it. Oh, here it goes. (laughs) No, that's the intro to the show. Okay, here it goes. No. Right. It is about a guy who's a knight oh, yeah. shining armor. <laughs> this is it. He lives in a world where knights don't exist anymore. Kind of sounds like my world. I think you can be anything you want to be. Change your world. A little bit taxi driver. What do you mean about a girl? For what? Our freedom. <laughs> Five fences. He took out the East Coast hub of the Russian mafia. 
One day someone does something unspeakable. Someone you hardly knew. So you do something about it. Because no one else is going to. He won't stop until he kills you and anyone you care about. A man with his skills. Possibly military training. I want to know who he really is. Who he's working for. These people, I decided to come and see you. I'll be waiting for you. What's that? That like low bass. Oh yeah. Dubstep bass going on. But I, I like a trailer. I'm like I am absolutely going to be there. Here's how I feel. It's a very testosterone heavy. Oh, uh, absolutely. Situation. Oh yeah. And I feel like if it wasn't Denzel, I probably wouldn't even be interested. Yeah. If it was. Yeah. If it wasn't Denzel. Would I, I go? Like, would I go see it? Probably. Like Liam Neeson taken three or something. I'd be like, I'll maybe watch it on the airplane. Like it just but be kind of. Weird. I. It, it would be a matinee. Oh yeah. And it would be after like two or three other people saw it, and then it's like, okay, if they say it was yeah. fun. All right. Red box special. But supposedly, <laughs> all the testing they've done and the the test screenings, they say that the response has been through the roof they've already greenlit the sequel really wow yeah so i mean and when i say they've already greenlit it they've already got somebody writing it and it's a go have you ever done one of those a sequel and, uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> a test audience yeah i did um oh what was the movie yeah i did one for uh, madagascar so that and would it was be cool. Like, it's funny because they weren't even they weren't even finished with the animation. Like some of it was storyboards. Oh, some really? Of it was sketches. They had all the voice tracks laid down, and then like half the animation was done. Some of it was animated but not rendered, so it was like the the wire frame. But then, how can you get a good feel for an animated? It was like the story. Like, like you were because it was enough of it was done that you could get the story. But then, mm. like maybe a scene here or there would be like with the. Storyboard sketches, but you still had the full actor voiceovers happening, so you still got it that way. But I remember my notes were like, "This is exactly like the Lion King." What (laughs) game? Those are my notes. You know, I hate ever since I walked away from that show is that uh, people keep trying to give me advice because I guess I've been like depressing. She know you'd be depressing, and people be like trying to cheer you up. And then I had show business. That's what made me so mad about it. So they'd be saying, hey, Dave, look, I know that was a rough experience, and I can only imagine what you've been through, but, you know, you just got to hang in there. And what you got to do is you got to keep your chin up. Just keep your chin up, Dave. <laughs> Word. That's what, I was doing. That's what I was doing wrong. My chin was too low. Shut the fuck up. It had nothing to do with my chin, nigga. This- Keep your chin up. What kind of shit is this? See niggas walking around show business. Oh, I know. 
So, and this girl I knew sent me a book called The Secret. She was like, listen, David, this is going to help you. It's called The Secret. I, you know, I thought, this, you know. And I started reading the book, and I read like five pages of shit and, and threw it in the trash. I was fucking... I can't believe they sell this shit. Do you know what this bitch says the secret of life is? She said it was positive imagery. You gotta visualize the things you wanna have happen in your life. Like, bitch, that's the secret of life to you? <laughs> then kill yourself. <laughs> it's gotta mean more than that. Positive imagery. Bitch, fly to Africa and tell one of them starving children that shit. What's wrong with you? I have not eaten in five days. What you need to do is visualize some roast beef and some mashed potatoes and gravy. Oh, please, bitch, you're killing me. Stop talking like that. No, 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 no. The problem is you have a bad attitude about starving to death. <laughs> Well, Miss Stewart, it's good to have you back. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. And, you know, we're going to tell our tens of listeners, sorry for the break, but again, stuff We've been happens. brewing some awesome things. Like, it's not like we were just out gallivanting around. Exactly. You know, hopefully we're trying to change some stuff up to kind of go from the the audio podcast to video, but i got to work out some details to give you something that's, you know, decent. You know, you don't want to put out crap. But, again, people want to get a hold of us to try to find us. We're on Facebook, you know, www.facebook.com backslash Podcast. You can always email us at tcatpodcast at gmail.com. I would say you can find us on iTunes, but for some reason, iTunes says, I'm not allowed to broadcast in the United States. <laughs> so weird. Some weird thing. But we're on HipCast. Go to HipCast. Search for us there. Uh, you'll find all of our episodes, past episodes, which are also on, you know, Facebook. So you can hear it all there as well. So please keep in contact. Stay with us. Like I said, some changes coming up in the future, but we'll definitely um, keep it going. Uh, we'll get back to our, our regularly uh, schedules uh, so that way you guys aren't missing anything. Um and call us if you have any stories that you want to talk about or, you know, things you want us to discuss on the air or, you know, survival jobs that you've had or funny industry stories, you can call us at our TCAD hotline, which is 504-345-9344. Exactly. You know, and, and hopefully the Eastern Bloc of Europe is, is out of mourning now <laughs> and they're back on the bandwagon. Um, uh, any thanks you want to give before we're out of here? I would like to give thanks to Turkey, the country, because yes. we are extremely popular in Turkey, and thanks for listening. You know, I was meaning to look up what the capital of Turkey is. Is it Istanbul? You know, that's what the first thought was, but I said, before I say that. Before you say that, like an ignoramus. Like an ignoramus. <laughs> uh, I will let you say it, and then we'll see if you're right or wrong. Ankara. Ankara. So I expect a statue of us in Ankara sometime soon. 
celebrating uh, celebrating this show. I think it's I think this is the official podcast of Turkey. <laughs> I think we we we've hit that milestone. Um, I'm just gonna give thanks for being back on the air. Uh, also to um, some good future plans coming up. You know, it's always good to have things in the works, even if it takes a little bit longer than you hope. You know, some to some to look forward to. But as always, gotta thank the, the inspiration behind it all. Even though I'm a little, I'm a little sad, and his his OG status is about to be null and void. <laughs> you know, deciding to get married and all, Mr. George Clooney. I knew it had to come one day for you, George. I really did. I just didn't think it would be so soon. But still, you are the man, and being the man, anytime you want to come over. You want to say some things on the air? More than happy to have you. So, for those of us here in Southern California and from the middle of the Bayou in New Orleans, for our tens of listeners, thank you, thank you, Miss Stewart, Mr. Chambers, and we'll see you guys next time. See ya. Brad Pitt. I don't like him. When I find in Moneyball, the better scenes are when he's not moving his lips uh, with the other actor's lines. Yeah, he'll do a lot of this. Yeah, I, you, if you watch uh, Oceans, he does that too. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's got the flavor saver, yeah. which is just accentuates the lip movement. And that's, you know, that's actually just a mole. Yeah. It's not even hair. And the cast now that he's wearing must be a nice look. He it's a, not a cast. I, saw, I was on a plane with him the uh, night before last. It's a brace. I think he's just trying to get a sympathy vote. You know, I get that sense, don't you? Yeah, I think so. And and they they have another new child about every ten ten to eleven days. They do have I think. a lot of children. Yeah. Um, what's your? Are you guys just at each other all the time? Is this business of ordering breakfast for twenty five to somebody's room? Does that happen? Is it exhausting to be around the two of you? Uh, no. But actually, we don't really see. Each, you know, the funny thing is, I haven't seen him in about a year actually, which is funny, but I got to see him a couple nights ago, and I do enjoy uh, his company. He's a good friend, and I do enjoy, uh, he has done some uh, pranking upon me, Mm. and I have done some pranking upon him, and I am working on one now that could end, end him as we know it. Really? Mm -hmm. Could end him as we know it, and that's my job. 